Hello, Terri-Anne. Hi, Eloise. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. My bird's a little angry because he was making too much noise, so I kicked him out of the room, and now he's in the other room just, just kind of telling me, what are you doing? Why can't I stay there? Oh, <laughs> making a lot of noise. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> he's got, uh, he developed this new uh, little habit that he hasn't, uh, he hasn't demonstrated before. It's, I think it's uh, yesterday, he, or the day before, he just started to jump down on the keyboard and walk to my fingers as I'm typing and put his head in uh, against my fingers and tip it over because he's looking for cuddles. (laughs) (laughs) He's so fascinating, you know, just so attached to, uh, uh, to being with me. It's so funny. He's just like a cat. (laughs) That's the, the cute news for today. Cute news. Thanks um, for the cute update. We're actually going to do um, a review. This was suggested by someone, uh, which we did a long time ago. I think it was lecture. Um, Podcast number 15. Lecture, number 15. We talked a lot right about, about numerology, the numbers. So, you know, people can play with that and kind of get your uh, creative juices flowing to see uh, how things relate. So even when you're listening to the work we're doing with other people, um, it'll help you to uh, flow and figure out, hey, how do these numbers flow together? What do they mean? I mean, obviously, you can go very much in depth. I use numbers based in uh, tarot, and I'm not a numerologist. Uh, but I do love to do what we're doing today, and it gives me three confirmations. So I have my in- intuition that tells me what's going on with an individual. I have the numbers, which gives the the birth path and the personal year. And the birth path is, um, this is my interpretation and it works really well. Um, You're gonna find this interpretation in different people, but uh, with different uh, books that you read. But one of the things is how we deal with life. So birth path, you could interpret it in many ways and all of it's quite useful. But I use it as, hey, this person is going to deal with things in a particular way. So when I'm talking about just birthday and the personal year, it doesn't give you that much information. Uh, You can go in depth by using the numbers for their names. You can use address. You can use numbers that attract them. You can use phone numbers, all kinds of stuff. And uh, there are ways to find out which numbers you're missing in this lifetime. Like, which numbers are you deficient in? So, for example, if someone is born and their birth path is a one, that means they're great at starting things. There's opportunities. You know, I know some people who are one and they come up with all these ideas, massive amount of ideas. Uh, but if they're deficient in numbers that take action, that build, three is building, right? So if they don't have enough threes, you might find, oh, they start things. Huh. Do they build them and do they complete them, which would be a nine, right? So nine is the ending of something, the completion of something, the uh, termination of something, obviously, 
And uh, if, let's say, you're born in a one, you have lots of ones in your name and uh, your phone number, all this kind of uh, energy that would be around you, and you have no nines, you might look around and go, oh, I'm the kind of person who starts things but doesn't complete. So my favorite example of, let's say, a one birth path and a nine birth path in the kitchen. The one... (laughs) person who has a really strong energy of one will open up the closets take things out and then you'll see the nine closing all the closets putting things back Uh, if you've got good energy of one and nine so your birth path is let's say a one but you have lots of nines let's say in your name you notice hey you know i do start things and i do complete things um you might have a partner who's a nine and you're a one and you're the one who starts and your partner completes things. So it's kind of interesting to see how these numbers work together. So if a one is, if a nine who who puts all the eggs away and the, starts to wash the dishes and put things away, starts to get frustrated with a one, it's kind of ridiculous because yeah, this person starts things they might need to learn in certain cases to complete things, but the two of you can work together as well. Right, so relationships can um, can be mutually supportive, right? So, if, okay, I don't have nines in my number, but my partner's a nine. So, hey, great! Look at that. Things get done. Things are completed. And my partner can support me in completing things. Uh, I can learn how to complete things. It's my karma to do that. So, just to let you know, today we're doing um, a lovely woman named uh, Vera. She's just a beautiful uh, woman from France who is living in Montreal. And her birth date is 12-22-1959. So as we know, the master numbers like 22, which is a master builder. So she'll have that energy in her life to, to build and create and develop things. And Uh, We don't reduce it till we add the numbers. So 12 becomes a 3. 22 remains 22. 1959 becomes a 24. Now we add the 3 to the 22, which becomes a 25. And the 24 becomes a 6. Then the 25 becomes a 7. 5 plus 2 is 7. And the 6 remains a 6. 6 plus 7 is 13 over four so we've got a 13 four then for this year 12 22 2020 12 becomes a three 22 remains a 22 2020 becomes a four then three plus 22 becomes a 25 four remains four 25 becomes a seven four remains four seven plus four become an 11 another master number that 11 can remain an 11 for this year things are um the the as i described the 22 it's master building um and 11 is being super attractive majesty so one of the things every time i cycle into a 20 a 20 uh, an 11 i notice things come to me readily and this can be from uh you know 
people being attracted to me, men being attracted to me, um, clients being attracted to me. It's like really easy year. Okay. Now, if that is not occurring, we, we aren't really, um, like if you're not into uh, things being attracted to you, you have filters or um, belief systems that block that attraction, then the number, or that's just an example, the number would be reduced to a two. And two is all about relating. So one is beginnings, two is relating. So if I have a bunch of things in my life that I can choose from, Right. So let's say I go into year one, there's going to be all this possibility, brand new stuff coming in. Then in two, I would see how I relate to those things. You could have a million options, but not all of them are uh, viable. Right. So uh, or possible even. Right. So you can say, well, this year, one of the possibilities is I'm going to learn how to uh, fly. Okay. Uh, well, you could fly on a plane or you learn how to fly a plane, but you, you physically would have to develop something so that you could fly physically. It's the least possible thing that you could do. So there, there are many options, but some are less probable than others. Now, um, that's where the two energy begins to uh, allow you to see how you relate to something. So a good example is, um, you could be choosing a career. You could be, you could have had all these possibilities for a new career, a new project, something you're going to add to your business. Um, it could be about love. You want a new relationship. It could be you're married and your kids have kind of grown up and now you're renewing. How do we relate now? What's the shift and change in my relationship, right? So something that, that's pretty normal in relationships. You have kids, uh, your sex life diminishes, your private time with your partner diminishes, and um, time goes by and now it's, well, wait a second, I have more space now. What, do, what am I gonna do with my partner? So all those things, um, well, everything comes into play, obviously, when you're on a new cycle. So two is how do I relate? And that can become very specific for you, Veda. Could be very, very specific. You could have this new um, path that you've you've come to that would have been last year, but you're born in December, so we're got, we've got to take that into account because the energy of one is still active for you. So here you are coming into 2020, and there's all these new possibilities coming to you. All of these new possibilities. And you might not be yet at the ready because you're born in December to see how you relate to them. Now you're just looking at them, trying them out. And when it comes closer to your birthday, I would say it's actually November, uh, October, November. That's intuitively. I'm, I'm kind of sussing that out, getting that. And, um, oh, you know what? We have an intuitive as well in Eloise. So what's your intuition about when Vera's um, two will start to come into her life? No, I was kind of feeling October. So October. So we have this, yeah, we're pretty pretty similar. Um, yeah, I think the, you're right. 
that two would start. That the thing about our numbers is they blend. So it's not like October first it's gonna happen. You know, it even could start because September, Vera, is harvest time. You're coming into uh, autumn in the northern hemisphere. Um, what starts to happen is there's activity uh, going on, more and more activity. So all of these choices would be uh, becoming more active. So you'd really be getting close to a time. It's like, well, I can't do them all. Uh, there's some of them I don't like, so I'm just going to let that go. And there's some I do like, but it'll take a while. So that would be the energy. Let's go. All of autumn, you're the beginnings of which ones do I want to do? So, yeah, I'm picking up something else is a difficulty in saying no to people. You know, once you start doing something with someone, you might have a difficulty. Um, if you don't like it, you don't like the conditions, uh, you don't like uh, how things are being run, you might feel obligated. And that's something that you'll have to learn to relate within yourself. Uh, does my obligation in this particular circumstance serve me? And if it doesn't, you'll have to move forward. So October, you're going to draw, or I'll say all of autumn, you're going to start to draw things in because you're an 11. You'll be extremely attractive. Um, and also your 2020, the whole year, you'll feel the beginnings of that attraction. And then you're going to need to um, do something about which ones you're going to select for yourself. Right. And then as you're going into 2021, you're going to be in a three year. So all this energy of attracting things to you, 2020 to 2021, then the building is going to begin. Which one do I want to develop? Which one do I want to work with? Which one is going to grow in the future for me? I really like this. This is what I'm going to allow to grow. I would say that uh, the theme of this, just reading two numbers for you, is about um, something someone told me many years ago. I was a young girl in Greece, 35 years old, and I was trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. I had, I had left a company uh, that I had built. I had left it to my partner, and I was thinking, what do I do next? And at the same time, I I was sitting in this piazza or the platea that we call it in Greek, the square, and here I was working in a shop and practicing reading tarot, and the energy I was attracting was phenomenal. Everybody, as soon as they heard I read tarot, they wanted a reading. I wasn't charging for it. They would just, you know, offer me dinner or take me out you know, after I finished work, um, it was, it was quite phenomenal. And this woman, this German woman, I've forgotten her name. She was so lovely. Uh, she was talking to me and I was like, I'm trying to think about what to do. And she looked at me, she said, but you're reading tarot. You're, you're, people are wanting to get readings from you. Do you like that? I said, Oh, I love it. I just love it. And she said, you know, Terry, it's just as hard to do what you don't want to do as it is to do what you do want to do. Oh, well, <laughs> that 
just resonated. So that's something you might want to carry with you in your pocket for the next two years, Vera, so that you keep looking at something going, it's just as hard to do what I want to do as what I don't want to do. Right? This is this comes to the three year when you're building something. Well, if I'm building what I like or I'm building what I don't like, they're both gonna have the same difficulty level. But you won't have the difficulty of not liking it. You won't have the difficulty of um, having relationships with people. I'm not talking about, you know, just personal relationships, uh, relationships with working with someone or having a customer, a client, whatever you're going to do. Um, whatever you choose to do, uh, you want to be able to relate to it. So in a way, this, this idea about it's just as hard to do what you want to do as it is to do what you don't want to do, it does create an ease because you're not doing things you don't want to do, right? Um, but it doesn't make building something any easier. Uh, does that make sense, Eloise? Does yeah, it? yeah, it does. Would you have something to add or... or maybe reword what I've said? Do you, do you feel like there's something no, there that could be... I think you've done a good job. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vera, it's, it's, an exci- it's really an exciting time, especially you going into uh, an 11-year, because it's 11-2. You will not look at your numbers separately. Um, uh, you won't eliminate a two or eliminate 11. Those two are occurring at the same time. So attracting and relating, attracting. And remember, the energy is going to be a lot stronger in autumn. I didn't talk about your four at all. So we've gone from one, new beginnings, two, to relating, three is building, and what's a four? Well, four is when we plateau. So imagine uh, you're building up something, you got all these possibilities. In two, you see how you relate, and then you're able to go into three and say, This is what I'm going to build. You know, you don't actually say it, it just starts happening as long as you don't have too many blocks within you. You just free flow into, Oh, look at what I'm building. But you can't build forever, right? It's, it's, it's exhausting. So four is where there's a plateau, things settle down, they just kind of like level off then once so for you Vera 2021 you'll be in a three 2022 you'll be in a four which is your birth year so you'll be in this nice plateau but you'll also be able to work with an ending or and a new beginning it's really a, a moment where psychologically you're transforming which is really beautiful because you step right into a five year and five some people like it some people don't five means you have huge amount of choices then the negative of that can be obstacles so let's say someone builds a business so one I have all these different possibilities two I see how I relate then I start building on the one I relate to the best and Four, number three is uh, I relate to, then th- sorry, two is the one I relate to, three is I build it, four is, okay, I got a nice plateau period, things are just working, right? So if I'm building a business, I, I see the possibilities, I see which one I relate to, I start building it, and then it plateaus, right? So now I'm, let's say, buying and selling something, 
and four, it just there's just buying and selling. But five always comes in, and that brings your obstacles. You might be buying and selling, but you might have been selling things too cheaply. So now your tax man comes and and says, oh, you owe this, and you look at your bank account, uh-oh, I don't have enough money. So someone who's really good with five, all right, so I don't have enough money for this, I need to start to make changes in my business, you know, charge more and move forward. You might want to add things to your business and you're seeing how that would work out. That's a very positive, that's a choice. But you might come out and go, oh dear, but I don't have enough money to do that either. So you're constantly working through all these different choices and obstacles and getting through that and coming out to number six is when you are attaining wisdom. And in this case, it's, you could say it's practicality. What are practical things I need to do? Or when you see blocks in yourself that you can't deal with certain things. A lot of times when someone opens a business, starts a new project, five is where they fail because they won't deal with the, the obstacles. Like, oh, you know, I had this business, I built it up, I really worked hard, you know, I figured it all out, and then all of a sudden I didn't have enough money uh, for this, and all of a sudden people didn't like my product, and, you know, all these things came in, so I just shut it down, right? So we gotta get, get through that time to come to six. Now, sometimes it's worthy to shut something down, but oftentimes we need to look around and see what are some changes I need to make. What are what are the new um, what are the obstacles I need to get over so that I really know how to run a business? And you get to six, and that wisdom occurs, and you can just feel like, oh my God, all this wisdom! I'm you know arranging things, I'm figuring things out. It's all working. Wow! And you come to the end of that year, and you're completely exhausted. And this beautiful, wonderful. Seven comes in in our cycle. It's like, yeah, step back. Let the universe take care of everything. There's nothing you can do. So I usually refer to seven as the day God rested. There's not, there's nothing to do, but there's Adam and Eve running around doing their stuff, right? He's what he's sitting back in a nice lazy boy chair with his legs up. He's got a big bag of popcorn and he's got his, uh, his beer beside him he's drinking his beer watching the adam and eve movie and of course the only rule they have is don't eat the apple and he watches them eat the apple right there's a snake in the garden um as there always is a snake in the garden so um, it's great imagery to think yeah seven you rest that snake in the garden is when we come to five right so we have to make choices and some of those choices bring us to to awareness, to self-awareness. So Adam and Eve aren't self-aware, but they become aware through the apple and they begin the journey of conflict. And they have to transmute that conflict into wisdom. So five goes to six, five goes to six. <laughs> and then from six, we're in seven. God did his job, so he's just sitting back going, okay, here comes the next step for them while I sit back and watch TV. So. The, the Adam and Eve show. So we get to sit back. No matter what you try to do in seven, you can't make it happen. It's like when a, a bank is closed, it's closed. This is it's not so great an example anymore because we could do things on our phone. We could deposit checks, you know, at three in the morning. We could do all these things. <laughs> um, but the bank is still 
closed, right? Uh, you can't you can't do anything when the store is closed. Um, you can't do anything when the weather uh, snows you in, right? You've got to clear that out and you know get somewhere. But if all the streets are closed, I don't know if anybody's experienced that, but I have where there's so much snow. The streets are, you know, three feet high with snow. And if you don't have a huge, you know, uh, four by four, you're not going to get through that snow. There's no way you can get through it. Snow way. (laughs) Snow way. Snow way. Absolutely. (laughs) So you can try and try uh, with your little tiny car, but you're not going to get through. You're just going to get stuck. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so it's a huge snowstorm, you know. Uh, what's the wisest thing for me to do? And, you know, this is really bringing up a moment where I actually had to go to the hospital. I had, I had injured my fingers. So I had to go weekly to, to have this specific thing done to my finger. So I, I don't know what was in my brain. I, I really don't know what was in my brain. I didn't think to, well, I'm just not going to show up, you know, that, or just stay home. I didn't have a phone number to contact this person. But what would the difference have been, right? Uh, so my sister's boyfriend at the time had one of these 4 by 4s so he drove me through all this snow. And I thought, my God, there's nobody out here. It's, it's deserted. Nobody can drive through. And here we're going in. I thought, I'm crazy to do this. Is this girl even going to be there to to work with my finger and sure enough there she was and uh, you know I said how did you get there she said well I walked so so she got there she got there and uh yeah it was so interesting I thought this is ridiculous I could have done this on my own or just left it for you know when the snow was cleared so that's a good time to kind of sit back you know here's an obstacle that's five there's all this snow making the wise choice right so it's so complex, eh, Eloise? Because, mm. well, I didn't take my car, right? I didn't decide to walk where, you know, I would have been frozen. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't do those things that would have hurt me. I actually made a choice where someone took me, and it was really quite easy for him and easier to get there, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you can, you can make your wise choices. So even in, in a day... Even in a, a week, month, year, you, you know, you can see all of your numbers. So once you get to wisdom, then seven is rest. And eight goes back into this sort of infinity. If you turn eight on its side, it's inf- infinite. We um, continue doing what we've been doing all the cycles. So uh, we're working, we're, we're living, everything's just going on and on nice. Uh, hard work, but there's this really interesting urge that comes in eight. We can already feel that something needs to change. You look back and go, I've been doing this for eight years. There's an urge to make a change, to make it a little different. So if you're married, the urge is, what are we going to do? Um, to transform our lives. We've been raising kids, we've been working and, you know, running around. Uh, My husband and I are connected, but there's not the same relationship we had when we were first dating and first married. We went into the child uh, life, but the kids are growing up. They're doing their own thing. And now I'm looking at my partner and I need a rediscovery maybe. 
or maybe we need to do things we were dreaming about uh, during the time we were raising kids, like traveling. Um, so that urge begins and you start to mentally design it. And as you know, when you start mentally designing it, mind uh, matter follows mind, right? Mm. Is that how it goes? Am I saying it right? Um, or mind manifests matter. So you begin to conceive of these things. But another number comes in between, which is a nine. There's certain things that need to be let go of. So let's say you want a new wardrobe. You need to get rid of some of the stuff that you already have. Or you can, you know, store it. But sometimes that's really impractical. You start storing and storing. It depends on your lifestyle, right? Um, but I'm just kind of bringing in the idea that, hey, I want a brand new wardrobe. All this stuff doesn't serve me anymore. So I need to empty clean out my closet so you can extrapolate this idea into all of life nine says that things will end so old ways of doing things will end old ideas old concepts stuff you have you might even notice i'm in a i was in a nine year last year and all of a sudden i just started noticing oh my god you know i'm getting rid of stuff uh, what year am I in? So I sat down and looked at Oh my God, you're in a nine year. I could just walk by an object and I'd pick it up and dump it in the garbage. <laughs> or there's a, there's some people that's, uh, that here in Montreal, I think it happens in a lot of places that you just put something outside and in minutes it's gone. Mm. You know, before I would ponder, should I, should I? Then it was just, no. Time for it to go. I need that space. I need this to move. Let someone else take it. Let this all uh, be renewed, right? Because endings go right into, well, what happens after nine? In the tarot, and not in numerology, in, in tarot, we have a 10. Because the minor arcana goes from one to 10. So it's very interesting to see that in nine, there's an ending. But why would we have a 10? What's the purpose of 10? So if you look at one and zero, right, there's the beginning alpha and zero is the omega, the beginning and the end. This card, the card is usually called, or the 10 number in tarot is satiety. So here I've gone through this whole cycle, or you've gone through this whole cycle. You come to nine, you're moving things away, you're clearing out your space, cleaning up the closet, and now you need to look back and be satisfied. If there isn't satisfaction, so let's say I was doing a tarot reading and someone was going from nine to 10 and the 10 card was upside down, it means they're doing things that will not bring them satisfaction. A good example, and this happens quite often, uh, someone gets divorced. They really want to get divorced. They're fed up with their marriage. They're angry at their partner. They haven't looked at themselves in relationship to the partner. And they go, I'm going to divorce you, and I'm going to take you to the cleaners, and uh, etc. right? Um, and then they get to 10, and they never, ever are satisfied. Never. They'll continue complaining about the marriage, they will continue to um, talk about the partner. They may keep going after the partner. This can happen in so many ways. Like 
a woman can go, if they have a rich husband, they can keep suing the husband for years. A man who, um, you know, is attracted to a woman, a woman and he, he's abused her and wants her, he feels like, this is a little bit pathological, but feels like she's uh, his possession, he might, you know, continue hounding her. Then there's another level. That's a really, those two are extreme, but there's another level where, uh, a, you know, man or a woman can leave a relationship and remain sad about it. Hmm. Remain grief stricken. They're unable to move into the next cycle. So some people can be stuck. It doesn't mean the whole life is stuck, but many things are stuck. Like if they don't succeed at a job, uh, they don't keep going through five and six, coming to that wisdom, letting go of the old way. Ah, they, they have difficulty finding the next job. They have difficulty bringing out their own creativity. So nine to 10 is, to me, a very important part of our cycle. Now in numerology, we don't actually come, it come to a 10, but in tarot we do. So it's kind of interesting to look at that. So there you go. Is that a, um, were, were the numbers clear, Eloise? Yeah, well, it was nice to go through them all and review them again. Great. So we're going to end there. And um, our next one will be for a lovely woman in South Africa named Linda. And we'll work with her in the next session. Yeah. And we were just going to say thank you to everyone who sent their numbers in. We're going to try and get through everyone, well, the next few people that have sent them in. But don't send any more. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll spend all year doing this. <laughs> I'm sure everyone would like yeah, us we'll to go to a different Yeah, we'll other topic. ways to, to interact with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really, uh, you know, I find it really useful to listen to other people's numbers. Yeah. Because it really gives an insight on how things are working. Yeah. All right, my darling, I love you, and I will let you go. Yeah. Okay, bye, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, Bye.